At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Hey, it's Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. We'll have new episodes every morning, Tuesday through Friday. If you want more Bonfire, you can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. You can go to SiriusXM.com bonfire for a special three-month offer. The Bonfire. Bonfire on Faction Talk, <laughs> Sirius XM 103. I'm Dan Soto. That's Big Jokerson. Guess where he's going to be? San Antonio, Texas. Didn't give you much time to guess. He's yep. going to be there this Thursday through Saturday at LOL. So make sure if you're in the San Antonio area, you go get tickets. That's this Thursday through Friday. Then he's going to be at the Funny Bone in Liberty, Ohio, March 25th through the 27th. For tickets and other tour dates, visit BigJComedy.com. I got a major concern, Dan, that somebody may have just joined in for the first time ever. Could you start those plugs over again, please? Absolutely. Just for the people that came in. Welcome <laughs> to the Bonfire, a show of two comedians where we just kind of watch videos and riff. You know, yeah. it's two kids from the 80s and 90s that are just having some fun. Dicking around, hooting and hawing. You can listen to uh, our podcast. You can listen to our podcast, which is now releasing new episodes Tuesday through Friday on all major platforms. Download, rate, review, and subscribe. I'd argue Where it might be tighter than this. You think so? <laughs> well, Let's yeah, they got a chance to tighten it up. This is live. Tighten it up. Uh, Dan's gonna be back on tour in May when he's done doing his billions thing. Any thang thang? Yeah. Uh, and you can follow him, of course, at Dan Soder for all updates. Uh, our guest joining us whenever he signs on. Uh, you know, whenever we'll do he's good the, and ready. We'll plug the book before he gets on, so he doesn't have to hear it. I don't know. I don't know if it's different. He's a hilarious comic from Denver that I met years ago, who has a book out now called Running the Light. Uh, Sam Talent. He's fucking awesome. Dude rules. And uh, yeah, we'll wait to. I'll wait to plug the book. Bo- book more i guess because <laughs> once you see once it doesn't have any momentum really you really lose i can't it. i couldn't send the invite and put the plugs up at the same time it was crazy it was bad timing here it is that was great because it's sam town everybody whatever he decides come on <laughs> we'll talk to him there he is when he's here, Sam Talent did join us. Hi, Sam. I just plugged your book, and it was a very awkward moment of silence. Oh, good. We thought you were about to get on the air. Uh, Sam is a fucking great comic, and this book's awesome, dude. Running the Light. Uh, it's gonna be out. It's out as an audio book on Audible.com. Now available. Uh, I read a chapter. Stan Hope, Tim Dillon, Kinane. Well, Dan, you awesome. actually read two chapters, thankfully, because uh, Mark Norman 
God bless him. He, he I don't know if he's ever read a word in his life before. Uh, oh, this is. I didn't think about this, Sam, but you got the real test of who's illiterate or not in comedy. Yeah, I mean, Mark's very funny, and he's a charming, handsome guy, but good God. It was like he was reading a language that he'd never heard before. <laughs> but I got to ask you this, Sam. I got to ask you this. Dan pulled it together, though? Oh, yeah, Dan did voices and sound effects. He uh, he played the body drum. He was doing everything. Yeah, dude, I really sold I out. Saw. He I got s- loose. He got loose. He got loose in the studio. I get it now. Yeah, dude. I was that makes sense. He a black guy voice. He had a blast. Because yeah, Dan, Because Dan looks like... Uh, like an Asian kid that's been beaten into spelling bees by his parents when he has to read a commercial. Yeah, they just it's, bind his feet tighter and tighter whenever he blows it. Yeah. He just panics. Uh, I, I gotta say, I Sam, lost- that we had uh, we had Doug Stanhope on the uh, on my podcast Legion of Skanks last week, and he was, I mean, singing the praises of this book. He said it's the best book about stand-up comedy he's ever read, and uh, he absolutely loves it. So we gave it a big uh, a plug over there. But uh, I'm I, I can't wait to read it. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, Stanhope's been, uh, he's been the real driving force behind any success this book has had. So I owe him a tremendous debt of gratitude. And, you know, I can't wait to speak at his funeral in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he's pickled. He's not okay. He's going to get a, he's going to pass out and get a scorpion bite. It's not good down there. Uh, going down there you, well, you went down and stayed down there when, uh, when our good buddy Shane Gillis was down there. You guys both oh, stayed yeah. with, with Stanhope. How was that? Yeah, I mean, it was great. We ate mushrooms and then uh, sat on his roof. And whenever he tried to talk to us, we just laughed in his face. It was very nice to be really rude <laughs> to a person who invited you into their home. Uh, <laughs> you guys are just drug and, you know, rude. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, he would try and say something to us, and me and Shane would just be like, we're going to have to leave. Yeah. And he would connect. He would be like, at one point, he was like, do you guys know Danny Rabito? <laughs> it was some road headliner from, like, 1991. <laughs> <laughs> None of us had either heard of, and uh, and he was he did some act. He did a bit of Rubitos, and we just couldn't handle it, man. I I literally pissed my pants laughing at stand up. <laughs> Dude, that's got to be what a great place to do mushrooms, and with the company of Stanhope and Shane Gillis there, just to get that laugh going. Of don't him. forget, oh, yeah, don't forget, an un, don't forget an unhinged bingo bouncing around the house. <laughs> Oh, she was not allowed in between the hours of like two in the afternoon and four in the afternoon. <laughs> She's too much, man. She belongs in a cage. Yeah, <laughs> she should be behind up. glass. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long did you make? How long did you stay down there with Stanhope? Uh, I went for a week, and then uh, I went back for a week later. So, two weeks total this summer. What a Hell fucking yeah. way to spend a. I've never been there, but I've heard pandemic. wonderful stories of the old. Uh... Of the old combine out there, compound. Oh, you guys would love it, man. Yeah, I've, you gotta I don't get know. down there. You know, it's just, just the stories I hear sometimes. It's just like a little like too deep down the rabbit hole for me. I feel like you know what I mean. I heard us st- stories of like uh, there's piss and a squirt gun, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's like I check out on that. <laughs> I'll, I'm down. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do the Molly. And get fucking goofy and mushrooms and whatever, and have a good. And but I mean, yeah. Once it's getting into the piss guns, <laughs> calling yeah. Sam up, calling Sam up after we visit, and I go, I ate a goddamn scorpion sandwich. I don't know who <laughs> yeah. thinks that's funny. That's a bully technique. It's, it's not wholesome fun. 
It's not yeah. like all good old fashioned goofs and gags. It's a lot of like <laughs> him being wasted at four in the afternoon and you having to really, you know, look yourself in the face and wonder if this is the life you want to choose. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, then Just that's sobering the realities. That's the, I think that's the probably the perfect cosign for this book, which I've read and it's fucking awesome, dude. You uh, you really man when people do shows like TV or movies about stand up, it always fucking blows it all because they try to replicate it. They try to like, well, this and you kind of explain in the book with the character Billy Ray Schaefer, you get to see like this dude, a lot, every, me and Jay and you all know a guy exactly like him that is done a little bit in the business and then you've watched out kind of burn out with drugs and drink. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Troy Baxley, right? He's I mean, that was the first guy when I started in laughs in Tucson. Troy Baxley was the first guy that I saw that I was like, this guy is fucking unbelievable. Like, unbelievably yeah. funny. And now people have to chew his food for yeah. him. I mean, being in stand-up yeah, for a while is just, it's like being in a graveyard. It's a nightmare, dude. I'm very afraid of growing old in this business. <laughs> um, yeah, Jason Rouse, too. Didn't Jason Rouse pass away, ultimately? Yeah. I think he swallowed no. his own tongue like the cellmate in Silence of the Lambs. It's just, there's no <laughs> like, long-term Jason victories. Rouse is, Jason Rouse is still alive, isn't he? Oh, no, Jason. Oh, uh. Sean, no, Sean Rouse, Sean, no. Sean Rouse, what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Jason yeah. Rouse is I mean, still alive, yeah, though, it's surprisingly. A, yeah, absolutely. So I'm in L.A. Um, he, yeah, it's it's a weird thing when you see, and Jay, guys in Philly now that you started with, you know, you've probably seen go, and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, not, I mean, when I started in there, it was only the black circuit guys, so what I've just seen is a lot of guys just stay local, and I don't know what, like, they're alcoholism or drugs affects their situation at all it was more like in new york seeing people just kind of go by the wayside like that like rick shapiro was like such a revered name at one point around but rick was just like so like selfish he's just so like use the term even if he's if he's sober he was like just pickled by the things he's done to his body for like so many years so he's not going to be right do you know what i mean <laughs> he's not just going to yeah, be like absolutely. all right i guess we'll get that house with a yard and whatever you know, yeah, he's not going to pull it together and get his it. real estate license. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just start selling stuff. He goes, guys, I got a three-bedroom, two-bath that you're going to shit about. Haven't touched the sauce in <laughs> it. It does make you realize, it does seem, though, interestingly, like, if you're, like, a person who's deep into the comedy, though, if it all fell to shit, I'm more likely to go that direction than just be like, I know people who, like, were lifers and then, like, hit 50 or 50 something and then they go like dude i have to get like a, an actual like i'm gonna get my series seven take the series seven test and just start doing that shit you know like because i've seen that like but that's not usually attached to like an alcohol problem person that's a person that's like ah i do have to eventually you know put a kid in college or something and they just kind of walk but I, I i said even though i don't really have like major uh drug issues that's the way. If I got like, if I got embittered, it wouldn't be to leave and go get a job at like Home Depot. It would definitely be doing heroin in a, in a cabin somewhere. Yeah, you're yeah, not you gonna start managing stop and I'm managing. Yeah, I would be. You'd see me in my blue vest. I'd be like, guys, you guys came in on the right day. We got a lumber special that's gonna make you shit. Sam, what, well, what are you? What I love in the book. About... Sorry, go ahead, Dan. Oh, what were you saying? Over. No, I mean, you said you were afraid of 
seeing yourself uh, years from now in the business? What specifically? I don't know. Headlining the loony bins over the age of 35. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of shit that you do in stand-up where it's cool when you're young and it's exciting and you're like still inspired. And then you see those same guys doing a 20 minute t-shirt pitch at the end of their Sunday afternoon show at loonies in Colorado Springs. It just gets bleak, dude. It gets really scary. If you don't like have a certain level of success. We always say the bleakest to me in that is when people are selling merch that aren't even attached to their set. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, they, I sell, I sell, uh, I sell keychain. <laughs> yeah, but not even that. Just like randomly, it's like. Also, I sell keychain toenail clippers uh, <laughs> out by the lobby. <laughs> I sell what exploding do guys, wallets. What do you guys think is? <laughs> yeah, actually, my, my my buddy does. I know a buddy that sells fire wallets. But if you, uh, it, what do you guys think is more bleak? The end, the end of a rock and roll career, or the end of a comedy career? Oh, comedy, comedy. Easy yeah, comedy. I don't know, dude, sure. There's something bleak. Think about how much head a rock and roller got. Yeah, true. True. That's very. No, true. it's also the idea that 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 a, a musician though too like can still play and entertain like on a smaller level. Even even if it's like one on one, it's like you really. It's not a crutch to say it's like you could be a funny guy, but like being a comic does require the actual like stage and performing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as a musician, you could just play. Sure. You could just play and entertain people and like impress people. Still, yeah, comic. If you're just like, I'm a never was and now, and also then life becomes very, very serious when you realize it didn't fucking happen. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Unless you Man. can like, real. Some people though, I'd be, but I've never met, never met somebody who's gone career, uh, cruise ships, and I've met a couple who are happy at all in any way. Not that they don't smile ever. I'm just saying, like, they're just overall their thing is like, up. Oh, I went and found the nine to five version of what this was supposed to be. Yeah, you would need a special needs love of the ocean to enjoy being a carnival comedian. <laughs> you would have to no. be like, oh, I fucking, I love the ocean. I love dolphins. I want to learn everything about them. And you're like, this guy can't live on. His I think own. I've said it before. I think I've said it before too. In the ultimate nut kick. Of having to be a, because what, what I would have assumed when I was younger, like, I think I would even say that. It's like, what happens if you don't, like, kind of pop every, like, oh, I guess I'll just write a set that I can do at colleges and make some money and do cruise ships and make money. Uh, but man, it's a, it is illegal. If you fuck or hook up with any one of the uh, passengers, you will be removed from the from the boat. Right then and there, like they will helicopter you back to shore. It's that much of a breach of contract. What? I thought that was the whole that's, point. <clears throat> well, that's if I've done. I've only done. Me and Dan have done the Impractical Jokers one, and we've I've done a, a bunch of the Rock ones before doing comedy on them. But on those, it's a chartered boat, so you can do whatever you want. On it. it's a different thing. If you work for like Carnival, or Royal Caribbean, or those kind of like work for the actual company like that, yeah. They will. There was a famous story of a comic who got helicoptered off the ship. What? Up. 
What a yeah. cool way to leave a ship for fucking someone on there. Like you're leaving <laughs> like a president that had to resign. You're like, I'd say it's hey, his I want to thank uh, I want to thank Amber for <laughs> sucking me off after the buffet of my yeah. afternoon my afternoon clean show. Whatever he goes. Ah, I caught a beach <laughs> caught a beach on the poop deck. Now they're fucking winging me off this thing. <laughs> now I gotta get <laughs> it out of worth here. It. <laughs> yeah. People ask me, was it worth getting your dick sucked as you watched sp- just an endless ocean? And that answer is yes. <laughs> um, well, I mean, dude, if I if I if I were to start, I, I think you're right, Jay. I'd be similar. If I if I'm going to end, it's going to be booze soaked and just torpedoing down. I don't want to have like the. I don't want Sam to be a successful author and walk into a Home Depot off 225, and I'm fucking rolling big fucking orange bins like hey sam things ended up all right yeah if i walk i walk into this into sirloin off havana and you're in there cutting the roast beef <laughs> dude fucking sirloin is what's up that is a of denver staple you were, fucking... you were probably conceived there i knew you ah, would yeah. love sirloin dude sirloin rules that's an aurora fucking that's, that's an aurora temple what was I it roast about... beef yeah it's, yeah, like a, good. it's like a roast beef place. If, it's like a fancy I, Arby's, dude. Yeah, fancy it, Arby's is trash. the best way to well, put it. Well, let me tell you something. This guy likes regular old dumpy Arby's, so I'll give Sirloin <laughs> a shot. Yeah, dude. I'll take, I'll, we'll, we'll stop by Sirloin when we're in the Denver area next time. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, one, one thing I love about Running the Light, the, the book is great, is I, as someone that's from that grew up in Aurora but went to college in Tucson and started comedy in Tucson working that area, Sam does an awesome job describing gigs in these shitty Colorado towns and small like towns in the area where you're like, man, you fucking nailed the feel of it, of just sitting in the back of a restaurant being like, fuck, here we go. These yokel idiots are going to hate me. But it's you you captured the one nighter perfectly in this book. Thanks, man. Uh, Yeah, I was I was in Vegas when I wrote the book and I was just like missing Colorado so much. It was a love letter. Those moments where you're like in the weird little auxiliary room waiting to go out and perform for a bunch of people who you hate on paper, but you have to tap dance for $300 so you can maybe sell a couple who farted t-shirts. Like that's a very <laughs> sad place to be. Yeah. And luckily, you know, I'm, I'm making moves beyond that. But those triple runs we would do where we'd go to like Wyoming or South Dakota, I should have just bought a bullet and rented a gun. Like there was no place <laughs> to keep going, dude. Yeah, you're like, dude, another one of these gigs tomorrow night with people that are unimpressed while they peruse the buffet? Yeah, or your feature is like a juggling hypnotist who's killing. He just buries you for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Last... Having someone do magic before you at all, too, is another like thing. We're like, come on, man. <sighs> oh, yeah. man, I can't imagine. That, feature... and, and as a comic who used to do it, especially when I was in the black rooms, but having a feature that closes big on a musical piece. Oh, my God. Ooh. nightmare good luck that's a long night in a hotel with your arm behind your head like you're staring at the ceiling fan like an assassin what are you doing out here man what the fuck am i doing and you're just like that guy closed on a fucking obama would probably rap like this then you fucking get crushed there was a guy in denver who would close on a rascal flats parody Oh, and yeah. no one could follow him. Like the oh. funniest people in town would just oh. eat shit after this guy. <laughs> oh man, it just changes the room. It changes oh, the yeah. DNA of the room. And it's fucking well, you know, something we were talking about on the show before you signed on, Sam, is we were talking about DUIs. We watched Johnny Damon's DUI video. Oh, and yeah. 
those gigs, especially um, the, the more west you go in this country, when you do one-nighters, a lot more driving, a lot more chances of DUIs. Sure. Yeah, you have to be booze-soaked to make it from Tama, Iowa to River North, Minnesota. Like, you're not <laughs> doing those sober. If you are, you're probably molesting kids. That's the only <laughs> reason you do those gigs. You go, sorry, dude. It's those soft bodies that really don't that get me off the road in one piece. Yeah, I like it. It's like a crab that just schluffed its shell. That's the kind of <laughs> yeah, dude. But I mean, the amount of alcohol you drink on one nighters. Did you ever get a Dewey? No, dude, I haven't, and it's remarkable that I haven't because I've been doing stand up on the road real hard since I was nineteen. And I mean, there's been nights when I would drink a bottle of vodka and then ghost ride the whip in the middle of like downtown North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, to the them, cop drives by. He's like, oh, you rascal. Did you have a good yeah. show? Yeah. They're like some of the town folks think it's a parade. They're like, look, the gin soaked <laughs> man is, is doing his little dance again. <laughs> he's doing that Obama rapping bit. It's oh, hitting that... again. Oh, it kills. Oh, the staff loves it. There's nothing worse than when a staff says how much they loved a guy that you know is a hack. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, oh, dude, yeah. I guess, I guess, oh. oh, my God. Especially because you go in there and like, you you start to even overstep, not realizing, thinking like they're going to be cool because they like yes. you in some way. Yeah, yeah. And you go, and they go, how was so-and-so when they came here? And they go, oh, my God, what a doll. Just the nicest and the best fan. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, they're cool. First... <laughs> you got to roll with it then. Yeah. No, I think they're cool also. That's what I was going That's why I brought it up. When that's I what I was thought... asking. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I asking cuz I think the guy's really cool and I certainly wasn't looking the shit talk at all. I, I got yeah, all, I sure got all of his wanted, I wanted to commiserate about how great he was. That's all. <laughs> I got all of his albums. The guy's fucking the guy's prolific. I'm actually uh, selling his merch this weekend, so buckle up. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You, you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. With BetterHelp, visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro... 
by T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. It is with, self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even f- if you're an expert. If, but if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports app. Gamble on it. And Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats of two to six players. It's great. Uh, more or less. That's it. So if they say LeBron James uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking him. He's going to get more or less than that more, only. That's it. Quick 31 points you win. Yep. 29 points you lose. Yeah. 30 points I think is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah. yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit matchup to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I le- wanna, Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. 
Bueno Norte. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. One of the first weekends I got sober and I stopped drinking and I went on the road and I didn't know how to hang. Uh, I was hanging out with the staff at this club and they were like, hey, you know, there's a girl that's working the program and maybe you guys can get lunch. And she was cute. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And I, again, I don't know how to hang without alcohol. So I'm just kind of choppy and like my energy is off. I'm just like, shit. And I'm talking to this girl and it starts going well. And I'm like, Oh, yeah. And she's like, my favorite comic was here a month ago. And I was like, oh, really? Who? And she said a name of a guy who I who stinks. And it just immediately, I was like, I'm going to go back to my hotel. It just immediately <laughs> deflated me. Where I was like, can I, can I go to In-N-Out and then back to my hotel? This sucks. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go eat bad. You're making me upset. I had the same situation where I was hooking up with a girl. And afterward, she... I like she like turned the lights on and she had a sticker of this awful comedian right over her bed. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, oh no, what's happened here? Oh no, she's like, he's my favorite. I've actually got a. He gave me a. I was stalking him and he gave me a restraining order. That's like, right. No. I only have eyes for you and Jeff Dunham. <laughs> I was gonna say, give me your jalapeno on a stick. I need Freak it. Me like a dummy. Yeah, stick your hand inside of me. Yeah, she's like, you and Jeff both love fisting, and that's why I'm here. Well, Dan, I remember when you would come home for the holidays and do our shows, and it was like, we'd all be like, is it true what they say about the big city, Dan? All the ladies have big bazooms and everything, no bringers? He'd be like, sure is, kids. Sure is. There's a thing called a check spot, and it makes a man out of a boy. Yeah. I met the Atel. You know there's real Jews there. (laughs) <laughs> no way yeah. is it that's true what, what they say about the smell uh, yeah it smells like pee and there's a sandwich at yeah. all times of the day asians as far as the eye can see you know asians? they got they got different kind of latins there they got puerto ricans <laughs> and dominicans not all their boots are pointy and curly like out yeah. here and if you believe it, they don't think the greatest athlete of all time is John Elway. I no can't way. believe those silly. So we got the pitchforks out. <laughs> yeah. We'll kill them all. Elway's um, definitely got he's definitely got a steakhouse, right? Yeah, of course. Elway's. Elway's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. Not only that, Mike Shanahan has a steakhouse called Shanahan's. Oh, you win yeah. a you win a Super Bowl in Denver, dude, you can print money. Damn, yeah. dude. Even even uh Justin Timberlake didn't name his place Justin's. Well, he couldn't get what the did he call it? it? Yeah, hospitality. Yeah, that's because P. Diddy probably owns the right to Justin's. And he's yeah, like, no, those company right. took him to a appellate court. Oh yeah, Justin's <laughs> Boots. Justin Boots is a is that only a Colorado company? I don't know. I'm not a expert in regional boots, Dan. I'm Dude, sorry. Well, <laughs> Sam, well, we here, happen to have one here. We have Jacob. one here. <laughs> Jacob, our producer, knows a lot about cowboy <laughs> boots. Oh, that's a national brand. See? <laughs> and that's been the boot update. <laughs> yeah, guys. And speaking of which, our boot segment this today is sponsored by Running the Light by Sam Talent. Pick up a fun book that you can read while getting custom fit in Justin Boots. Only at Justin's Boots. Not to be confused with P. Diddy's son's place, Justin's Boots. The first, 
the first sentence of Running the Light mentions an ostrich thing cowboy boot. So that's, uh, it makes sense. Go. It all yeah. comes back. It all fucking comes back. We almost bought cowboy boots as like, you know, a, a, a sight gag of us being super Western when we performed in uh, Austin, Texas together. And then realized that uh, that would be like a $400 joke or something. Like cowboy boots are <laughs> no bullshit. I thought we were going to go in there and grab like a pair. Like, I'll spend 100 bucks for the gag. You could probably talk me in the 120 if they're like flashy. But goddamn. Was yeah, like that's four, an that? like 40 seconds. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, just to walk out and go, we bought these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, the problem with me trying to go with any kind of like gear where I'm like, oh, isn't it funny we're dressing like the thing? Generally, it looks like I've just chose to dress that way. Yeah. Like, if I came out cowboy boots, they go, oh, you're doing cowboy boots now? I'm like, no. We're supposed to laugh at how stupid these look. But And then I'll go, but why do they look good? Should I start wearing cowboy boots? <laughs> they can be yeah, talking Jay, you slip boots. into like Undertaker costume very easy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lights like can Post cut Malone out. Alone at the Grammys. <laughs> yeah, and you'd be like, "Oh, dude, look at Jay's fucking cutting edge fashion." Sam yeah. and I just Sam and I just look like guys we hated growing up. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> like, yeah. Fuck that! Guys, you called you slurs waiting for the bus. <laughs> yeah, dude. When you're when you're from Colorado, you, the cowboy look is you know it's a choice. It's like growing up in a gang neighborhood, and you're like, I don't live that life. I don't want that yeah. life. Oh yeah, you don't I have to be a to cowboy. Do the bit where you have the small cowboy hat, and then you take off the larger cowboy hat to reveal the small cowboy hat. <laughs> I'd, if I get a little bit of money, I'm pulling that as soon as I get an opportunity. Like again, cowboy that, hats are a million dollars each. Yeah, dude, we bought, we got a cowboy hat, and it was a. We looked at it as a four year investment on the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, rebooking our radio show. <laughs> and it's been, it's it's really paid in dividends. It really has paid off. I'm not going to lie. We went on quite a run with Moon Tower before the pandemic. Those hats and those shirts. Those hats and those shirts really, uh, they've made the trip a few times now. But the rumor is, is now in Austin, you got to trade your hats for uh, for kettlebells. That's the rumor. In Rogan's Austin, you got a kettlebell. <laughs> no more. Get rid of your hats and go to kettlebells. <laughs> you got to go, gotta work those shoulders up. Gorilla-faced gotta... kettlebells. Yeah, dude. Yeah. If you want to go to Austin now? You better be ready. You better be in fucking shape. Yeah, dude. You have to fight your way in. Yeah, yeah. dude. You got to beat Tony Hinchcliffe in a two-round exhibition. <laughs> man i would break tony in half my god <laughs> dude i imagine all the the actual lo- the texas locals just seeing these la guys move in and they're like well if it goes physical i know where to put the body out by lockhart <laughs> you might be wiry though that tony hinchcliffe if he takes right. a little jujitsu he could be wiry could slip I don't know those if he has a arms. physical body i think he might just be a ghost i don't have any faith in him <laughs> having a corporeal <laughs> form because that's where I got you. I exist as an astral. I exist on the astral plane. Right. You figured out my one secret. I'm a lantern. I'm one of the lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> but I am trained by Joe. So sneak up on you, choke you. That's right, gang. I trained my own Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> my Justice League, the Joe Rogan Justice League. Starring yeah, Rogan has Rogan has Hinchcliffe and Tim Dillon on chains. <laughs> Back boys. Ah, ah, and then Stanhope's posse's you and Shane just drugged out laughing and everything. <laughs> it's gonna be a real Mad Max area, the fucking Texas and Arizona. Oh man. I hope Stanhope never moves to Austin. He needs to stay in 
I mean, I love him. I just, it's, it's concerning how good he is at drinking and all he eats is caviar too. What? That's all he, consumes. <laughs> he only eats caviar? What a hilarious he wakes diet. Up. What is yeah, it? 6 a.m., eats caviar, starts drinking, and then his toilet bowls are just streaked with the most nightmaric messes ever in the world. <laughs> Wait, so he's just Howard hughes the end of his life? Is he wearing, like, Kleenex boxes on his feet and shit? No, he doesn't wear shoes or shirts very often. He's just out there. Tiny little mannequin body. Is it, dare I say, at least a, a, a mildly clean, or is it oh, always yeah. just a shitstorm? No, no, he's an insanely generous host, and uh, very, you know, it's great to be there. But just knowing sure. his diet is—it's like he's—he's he's fucking eating like a Russian oligarch. It's just all yeah. vodka, and candy. Yeah. right? But I'm you, saying, but it's not just like describe... fucking plates everywhere, all over the house and shit. It's not like uh, like like no, no one's like no one gives a shit. It seems like every time I see it behind him and the thing, it always looks pretty cool. No, it's pristine. It's not a camp nowhere situation. He also has like three people living with him who, you know make sure every one of his needs is met but yeah you're right he does he's like a king he's like today i shall have caviar and start the drinking at 6 a.m does he just, squeeze, he just squeezes a fish right into his mouth oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> i'm going sea world today on you guys <laughs> he goes on the tap he goes full <laughs> tap he takes the caviar squeezes it right out of their bellies <laughs> I don't even care, but this one's falling on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Caviar and booze. What a fucking, what an awesome way to go out. <laughs> forever. He probably cracked the code on some kind of like ancient Ukrainian health secret, and now he's yeah. just going to outlive every one of us. Yeah, you don't realize that in the morning he does that weird breath meditation where he's like, <laughs> and then can just yeah. sit in ice water for fucking three hours. <laughs> he's yeah, like, I mean, he's doing already off. I mean, Artie yeah. Lang, Artie Lang walked through years and years of heroin addiction, COVID. Every, <laughs> he's still going. Artie Lang's yeah. still alive. Some people just crack the code, like you say. They just they I got that if, extra. I wonder if at a certain point in talent, Keith Richards just calls you and he's like, "This is how you make it through: eat caviar every day and drink, <laughs> smoke cigarettes um, at two p.m., two thirty-five p.m., five p.m." <laughs> Take the charcoal pills. <laughs> I'd love to see Stanhope and Keith Richards. That's just like two skeletons talking on top of a roof. <laughs> yeah, looks like a great, <laughs> looks like a Grateful Dead poster. Just them yeah. <laughs> kicking with top hats on. And then I, somewhere in there, just Johnny Depp shows up. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah a whole man. flock of crows delivers Johnny Depp to their compound. <laughs> Keith goes, "Sorry, oh, I had to summon you." I had to summon you because I knew you wouldn't get uh, here in this year I'm Tom. That's okay. It's good to see you, Doug. Keith. Hey, we're the pick we're the pickled boys of entertainment. Hey. We were just about to ride Marilyn Manson around the living room. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to wear open open button down shirts with no shirts underneath. Me too. Hey, do you want wanna see a cool <laughs> trick? I can I can suck down this cucumber and shit out of pickle. <laughs> You guys want to go out? You guys want to go out and get our eyebrows pierced today? Okay, yeah. me too. Because Sam, we uh, Jay and I during quarantine started a podcast with Ari Shafir where we watched Twenty One Jump Street from the beginning, and you wow. see, yeah, dude. How did you I see... not hear about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, not a lot of people did, and that's why we're not doing it anymore, Sam. But one of the things you see is you see Johnny Depp being completely going into like Hollywood hunk phase where it's clear 
no one told him no on anything. It was just like, yeah, whatever you want. You can fucking have whatever you want. And if you lived like that, just with fucking drinking all the time, if you showed up hammered and did your job and they were like, you fucking nailed that, you'd be like, another round of margaritas. Let's fucking go. <laughs> well, yeah, he just gets to he gets to act like Jack Scalican. You know, it's like he's yeah. like half man, half witch doctor, just kind of puppeteering himself around the world. <laughs> it looks like he's on strings. Fun. Yeah, that is that's got to be a long existence. Just when you wake up and you're like, "Sorry, it's time for Friday morning absinthe." Mister Depp, it's Wednesday afternoon. Goes, I have a nail appointment. I have a nail appointment, then a bloodletting, and then yeah. after that, a spiritual, a spiritual connection with a young lady friend. Oh, I need also, a bag of adrenochrome and eyeliner stacked. <laughs> <laughs> also, can you give me the L'Oreal? The other kind burns my eyes when I put it on. I need a chalice of diet, Dr. Pepper. I mean, uh, <laughs> at, least, at least you don't have to watch, watch Stan Hope with a, a makeup pencil put on eyeliner in the morning. Like, what do you guys get into? Should I do a little Chinese eyes thing or no? <laughs> smoky, do... smoky eyes today? Yeah, you got any money on the Rangers game? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm reading that Bears-Rams over, and I'm thinking we take it. Also, let's put some caviar and some graham crackers. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> Sam is one of the funniest dudes. Going back to Denver, you know, I, I started, I didn't start comedy in Denver, but Sam's one of those guys in Denver, you go back and you're like, holy fuck, please don't move to New York, or I'm going to have to try a lot harder. <laughs> but he's an awesome comic, and he wrote an awesome book about comedy, that's uh, it's fiction, so don't worry. It's not him telling you his process like every comic on a podcast. It's no, him. I'm not Richard Belzer. <laughs> yeah, make sure I'm you not, go check. I'm out. not wearing ba- I'm not wearing blackface on the back cover like Belzer <laughs> did in his book. <laughs> it's an awesome. It's an awesome, awesome story. Running the light. It's available at Sam Talent. That's T A L L E N T dot com. You can also get the audiobook now available at Audible dot com. Myself, Bert Kreischer, Doug Stanhope, Tim Dillon, Mark Marin, Ari Shafir, and more. Uh, Red Chapters. It's uh, fucking awesome. Sam, congratulations on the book, and thanks for coming on the bonfire, dude. Congrats, Thank you man. both. Thank you all very much for having me. Uh, you've always, you both have been very generous to me throughout my career, and I'm, I'm grateful, and thank you. Also, hey, Colorado Springs, 3 East Comedy Club this weekend. Come on down. It's a black room. Dude. Watch me figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. SamTalent.com, dude. Go there for tickets, and go check them out if you're in Colorado. You've been listening to SiriusXM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on SiriusXM. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.